scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome to day four of week 22 of the daily Bible reading. Today we're in 1 Kings chapter 3, 2 Chronicles chapter 1, Psalm 42, and Romans chapter 8. But before we begin the reading, let's say a prayer. Our holy God and Father, we are so thankful that in your Son there is no condemnation. We pray, Father, that we would recognize that our debt is completely to you, to the Spirit, and not to the flesh in any way, because the flesh only brings death, but you give us eternal life in your Son. We pray that we would live that way with that understanding, with the spiritual mindset, so that we could defeat the flesh, defeat temptation, help us, Father, in overcoming sin. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's begin our reading in First Kings chapter 3. Solomon intermarried with Pharaoh the king of Egypt, and he took the daughter of Pharaoh and brought her to the city of David until he finished building his house, the house of Yahweh, and the walls of Jerusalem all around. But the people were sacrificing on the high places, for the house for the name of Yahweh had not yet been built in those days. Solomon loved Yahweh by walking in the statutes of David his father, only he was sacrificing and offering incense on the high places. So the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice, for the great high place was there. Solomon used to offer a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. Yahweh appeared to Solomon at Gibeon in a dream at night, and God said, Ask what I should give to you. Then Solomon said, You have shown great loyal love with your servant David my father, as he walked before you in faithfulness and in righteousness and in uprightness of heart with you. You have shown for him this great loyal love, and you have given a son to him who is sitting on his throne as it is this day. So then, O Yahweh, you are my God. You have made your servant king in place of David my father, though I am a young boy. I do not know going out or coming in. Your servant is in the middle of your people whom you have chosen, a great people who cannot be counted or numbered because of abundance. Give to your servant a listening heart to judge your people, to discern between good and bad, because who is able to judge this your difficult people? The word was good in the eyes of the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. And God said to him, Because you have asked this thing, and you did not ask for yourself a long life, and you did not ask riches for yourself, and you did not ask for the life of your enemies, but you have asked for yourself the ability to make wise judgments, behold, I do hereby do according to your word. I hereby give you a wise and discerning heart. There was no one like you before you, nor afterwards will one like you arise. Two, what you have not asked I give you both riches and honor, so that no man among the kings will be like you all of your days. If you will walk in my ways by keeping my statutes and my commandments as David your father walked, then I will lengthen your days. Then Solomon awoke, and look, it was a dream, and he came to Jerusalem and stood before the ark of the covenant of the Lord, and he offered burnt offerings and presented fellowship offerings, and he held a feast for all of his servants." Then two prostitutes came to the king, and they stood before him. The one woman said, Please, my lord, I and this woman are living in one house, and I gave birth with her in the house. 
It happened on the third day after my giving birth. This woman also gave birth, and we were together. There was not anyone with us in the house. Only the two of us were in the house. Then the son of this woman died in the night because she laid on him. So she got up in the middle of the night, and she took my son from beside me while your servant was asleep, and she put him in her lap, and she put her dead son in my lap. When I got up in the morning to nurse my son, behold, he was dead. When I looked closely at him in the morning, behold, it was not my son whom I had borne. Then the other woman said, No, for my son is the living one, and your son is the dead one. The other kept on saying, No, for your son is the dead one, and my son is the living one. And so they argued in front of the king. Then the king said, This one is saying, This is my son, the living one, but your son is the dead one. And the other one keeps saying, But no, your son is the dead one, and my son is living. So the king said, Bring me a sword. And they brought the sword before the king. Then the king said, Divide the living child into two, and give half to the one and half to the other. Then the woman whose son was the living one spoke to the king because her compassion was aroused for her son, and she said, Please, my lord, give her the living child, but certainly do not kill him. The other one was saying, As for me, so for you, divide him. Then the king answered and said, Give the living child to her, and do not kill him. She is his mother. When all of Israel heard the judgment that the king had rendered, they stood in awe of the king, because they realized that the wisdom of God was in him to execute justice. Second Chronicles chapter 1 And Solomon the son of David strengthened himself concerning his kingdom, and Yahweh his God was with him and made him exceedingly great. And Solomon spoke to all Israel, to the commanders of thousands and of hundreds, and to the judges, and to all the leaders for all Israel, the heads of the families. And Solomon and the whole assembly with him went to the high place that was at Gibeon, for the tent of the assembly of God that Moses the servant of Yahweh had made in the desert was there. But the ark of God David had brought up from Kiriath-Jerim to the place David had prepared for it, for David had pitched a tent for it in Jerusalem. And the bronze altar that Bezalel the son of Uri the son of Hur had made was there before the tabernacle of Yahweh. And Solomon and the assembly sought it out. And Solomon went up there to the bronze altar before Yahweh, which was at the tent of assembly, and he offered upon it a thousand burnt offerings. On that night God appeared to Solomon and said to him, Ask what I shall give to you. Then Solomon said to God, You yourself have shown steadfast love to David my father, and have made me king in his place. Now, O Yahweh God, let your word to David my father be fulfilled, for you yourself have made me king over a people as numerous as the dust of the earth. Now give to me wisdom and knowledge that I may go out and come in before this people, for who can judge this, your great people? Then God said to Solomon, Because this was with your heart, and you did not ask for wealth, possessions, honor, and the lives of your enemies, and also did not ask for long life, but have asked for wisdom and knowledge that you might judge my people over whom I have made you king, wisdom and knowledge is given to you. And I will also give to you wealth, possessions, and honor, the like of which was not had by the kings who were before you, nor will there be the like after you." So Solomon went from the high place which was at Gibeon to Jerusalem before the tent of assembly, and he reigned over Israel. 
And Solomon gathered chariots and horsemen, and he had one thousand four hundred chariots and twelve thousand horsemen, and he placed them in the chariot cities and with the king in Jerusalem. And the king made silver and gold in Jerusalem like the stones, and he made cedar as abundant as the sycamore fig trees that were in the Shephelah. And Solomon's horses were imported from Egypt and from Ku. The traders of the king received them from Ku at a price. They went up and exported a chariot from Egypt for six hundred shekels of silver and a horse for one hundred and fifty shekels. And these were likewise exported to all the kings of the Hittites and the kings of Aram. Psalm 42 For the music director, a mascal of the sons of Korah. As a deer longs for streams of water, so my soul longs for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they say to me all day long, Where is your God? These I remember and pour out my soul within me, that I would go with the multitude. I led them in procession to the house of God with a voice of rejoicing and thanksgiving, a crowd celebrating a festival. Why are you in despair, O my soul, and disturbed within me? Hope in God, because I will again praise him for the salvation of his presence. O my God, within me my soul is in despair. Therefore I remember you from the land of Jordan and the heights of Hermon, from the mountain of Mizar. Deep is calling to deep at the thunder of your waterfalls. All your breakers and your waves have passed over me. By day Yahweh commands his loyal love, and in the night his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I walk about mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with the shattering in my bones my oppressors taunt me, while they say to me all day, Where is your God? Why are you in despair, O my soul, and why are you disturbed within me? Hope in God, because I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. All right, now let's read Romans chapter 8. Consequently, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what was impossible for the law, in that it was weak through the flesh, God did. By sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and concerning sin, he condemned sin in the flesh, in order that the requirement of the law would be fulfilled in us, who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who are living according to the flesh are intent on the things of the flesh, but those who are living according to the Spirit are intent on the things of the Spirit. For the mindset of the flesh is death, but the mindset of the Spirit is life and peace, because the mindset of the flesh is enmity toward God, for it is not subjected to the law of God, for it is not able to do so, and those who are in the flesh are not able to please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God lives in you. But if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, this person does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of the one who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, the one who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also make alive your mortal bodies through his Spirit who lives in you. So then, brothers, we are obligated not to the flesh to live according to the flesh, 
For if you live according to the flesh, you are going to die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all those who are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself confirms to our spirit that we are children of God, and if children also heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer together with them, so that we may also be glorified together with them. For I consider that the sufferings of the present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is about to be revealed to us. For the eagerly expecting creation awaits eagerly the revelation of the sons of God. For the creation has been subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself also will be set free from its servility to decay into the glorious freedom of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans together and suffers agony together until now. Not only this, but we ourselves also, having the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves while we await eagerly our adoption, the redemption of our body. For in hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we await it eagerly with patient endurance. And likewise also the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as one ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with unexpressed groanings. And the one who searches our hearts knows what the mindset of this Spirit is, because he intercedes on behalf of the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good for those who love God, for those who are called according to his purpose, because those whom he foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, so that he should be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, these he also called, and those whom he called, these he justified, and those whom he justified, these he also glorified. What then shall we say about these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Indeed, he who did not spare his own Son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, together with him, freely give us all things? Who will bring charges against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. Who is the one who condemns? Christ is the one who died, and more than that, who was raised, who is also at the right hand of God, who also intercedes for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will affliction, or distress, or persecution, or hunger, or lack of sufficient clothing, or danger, or the sword? Just as it is written, On account of you we are being put to death the whole day long. We are considered as sheep for slaughter. No, but in all these things we prevail completely through the one who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. All right. Let's live according to the Spirit, not according to the flesh. And then we have these wonderful promises for us. Until next time, keep meditating on the Word of God.